Hi, I'm Sophie and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm here to help with that. And we are SP Film Viewers. So this is a film I've seen maybe two or three times. And I've I've really tried to gel with it, but I'm maybe hoping you can open my eyes on this as, as to maybe convincing me otherwise, perhaps. I'm really intrigued in this one because you read it to me and I was a little bit like, oh, this actually sounds appealing. It's something I'd probably, if past Sophie hadn't met you, would probably pick out and put on. Yeah, I imagine so. But you, you've not seen this one before, have you? I've not seen this, no. no. I think it's got a little bit more indie niche to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the what the the quirkiness I remember when the sort in the cinema was. It's kind of that, that vibe. And I was, it was back in 2007. So I was kind of under the impression this is going to be better than it was type of thing. But I'm kind of hoping that because I've not seen it in such a long while, mm. but a big gap between the last time I saw it, that my, you know, obviously film tastes have grown, maybe come back to it, there may be something there like a pick up <laughs> on that's different than than what I remember mm. or recall. But I I'm think it's good to go through some films that you haven't, you have watched. Back in the day, maybe hated and then yeah. see if they... And now with your love of film, if it has changed or if it was still the same thoughts. It, you don't get me wrong. I was just getting to like discovering a lot of more films mm. back then, but obviously it was kind of like a sort of niche um, genre specifically. I was kind of yeah. looking into really not not so much diving into the weird and wonderful as such, kind of straight like mainstream type of films. But obviously from the title, you know what the film is called. But for those who don't, or, or for those who want to. To hear us say it, the film is Juno, starring Ellen Page and Michael Cera. And it's a little bit of a romance, or maybe not. I don't know. There's some sort of love element, because I wanted to tie into the fact that it will be Valentine's Day on Monday or whenever, um, the 14th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So by the time this episode comes out, obviously, we we'll passed have had, that. Yeah. You wanted for Valentine's weekend something nice yeah. to put on. I don't know if... This kind of, it's probably from the list of when I was going through, like, what would you want to put on for the things you haven't seen on the little checklist I've got. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's... I was wanted to do this because, at some point anyway because I wanted, like, like I just mm-hmm. explained earlier about, wanted to see what your thoughts on it really and recording it for the podcast and then give my almost like, right, this is my final thoughts of <laughs> what I think of this because I don't think... Yep. Yeah, whether to see it again or whatever, or, or something like that. Well, don't don't follow it off that like that quickly. You might you might in the end really like it. it might become your favourite film by the end of this. <laughs> you, I've got got a feeling not. I'm but. surprised really because it's like this is quite interesting because it's intriguing me to know why you don't like it and if I'll like it or not. Mm. I do think though it's definitely more lighthearted than what we have been doing. So. I'm hoping that is the case. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And it's going to be like an easy, nice yeah. watch. Maybe a bit predictable. Um, it certainly won't be... It's not like silly comedy or anything like that. But it was, at, I think, around the times when... Do you remember... I was talking about silly comedy, silly comedies. I think, like, Knocked Up was... you never know, seen Seth, it. Seth, you've not seen that, Seth Rogen? No. With... It was too, I, I, I just looked at it and thought, that looks too stupid. Yeah, that's definitely more on the stupid side. This is more of a, like an indie kind of serious-ish mm. issues going on with this. But well, I used to love, I don't know if anybody's ever watched this, and I don't know why I used to love this as a 16-year-old, was, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, um, Teen Mum or something like that. I used to teen like, Mum, yeah. Yeah, um, so it's like these American teens that would like get knocked up at like 16 or 18 uh-huh. years old. And... 
I just used to look at them and be like, I was 16 what, myself. What are you doing with your life type of Yeah. Thing? And I was quite fat and a little bit like down in the dumps for myself. And that program, do you know, it gave me a new lease of life when I watched it. I was like, well, at least I don't have a child at that age. Not yeah. slagging anyone off who has. I, I promise no, you no, I'm no. not because my mum was the same. When, and I think that's why I've been drilled in to me. I'm still going to be 30 this year and I don't have a child because of what my mum experienced being uh-huh. such a young mum. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's... It, I don't know if that will bring a little bit of that back up for me. I'm not sure. Possibly, but I'll read the little synopsis from... We've got here on my phone to give you an insight of what it kind of ex- expect, but you may already know. But. So we've got social misfit Juno... Protects herself with sarcastic wit, but her unplanned pregnancy has the teen getting more involved in the lives of her baby's adoptive parents than she expected. Well, that is going to be the case, isn't it? That's always, people say, it's always the challenge of in-laws is, you know, or not even, I know they're not married, but kind of if you have a baby, that's going to, obviously, it's their grandparents, isn't it? You're going to want to see it. What do you mean, sorry? Oh, so it's not actually her pa- baby. Ah, sorry, no, adopted. No, she, she, was... she's, she has, oh. she's having the baby, but she's putting it up for her adoption. That's just... <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I already dislike her now. Oh, okay. That turned fast. I thought she was going to be daily struggles of being a teenage mother, not oh, kind okay. of being, I don't want it. Well, shouldn't have had sex then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> This will be interesting then, I think, I reckon. Or you should have used something. Right. Sorry, I should, it's not, it shouldn't be a sex ed kind of thing, but that's that's my thoughts. <laughs> like, if my child came home, if I had one, and she's like, Mum, I'm pregnant, it's like, well, there's no you can do about it. You're just going to have to keep it now. Should have closed your legs. That's fair point. <laughs> <laughs> your problem It's going to be there for a good chunk of your life. Yep. <laughs> Such a cow bag. <laughs> right, right, should we go watch it? Yeah, yeah, I'm now definitely intrigued. <laughs> now you know, like, with that information in your head, mm. going in, see if that's... See. I don't know, I, I feel like, I get anybody's reason might be that they have to put a child up for adoption, and it's that's understandable, but if it's for a reason that you, you can't look after that, that child... Mm-hmm. Where I'm pretty sure she she would be more than capable because just imagine the knock on effect that that child now is gonna have. Well, it's just like any child that's put up for mm. adoption, isn't it? So yeah, it's just horrible. Was... I know, obviously, it's lovely yeah. if somebody doesn't isn't able to have a child. Yeah, but anyway, we will be back <laughs> shortly. Happy with... Valentine's <laughs> Day, Sophie. <laughs> yeah, so we'll you will hear from us in a little while. It isn't McGuff the crime dog. Back for another test? I think the first one was defective. The plus sign looks more like a division symbol, so I remain unconvinced. Third test today, Mama Bear. Your ego is prego. No doubt about it. It's really easy to tell. Is your nipples real brown? Yeah. Maybe your little boyfriend's got mutant sperms. Knocked you up twice. Silencio, old man. Look, I just drank my weight in Sunny D, and I gotta go pronto. And we're back. And sad to say, my opinion has not really changed much from the previous watches <laughs> I've seen in this film. Hey. Gonna go straight with that because no spoilers or anything there, Paul. Eh? <laughs> there's, no, there's no point denying. There's no point denying it. I maybe I just had that mindset going in again, but I think so. I really, I. I tried again for the fourth time or third or fourth time, but I just I just can't get round the appeal of this. Not film. even Paulie Bleeker, you know you as a character. Well, just because the name similarity. Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just remind me of you a little bit. 
Like a little kind of shy little character. Like yeah. you, you as he's, a younger boy. He's kind of, believe was that kind of dorky introvert kind of mm. role. But really sweet. But that's what Michael Cera seems to play best as, whereas that wasn't too believable in, remember from Scott Pilgrim. He was the obviously that kind of... I'd, yeah, he just didn't seem... So he, he didn't didn't work from... his The way he acts doesn't work the same way as it does for this kind of film because he's in like high school and everything. And He works better with that kind of role within here but, where it's the shy kind of wants to fit in with the crowd but people yeah. please are really, isn't he? He just he didn't want to kind of say no or anything like that and he's just quite sweet and humbling. I do really mm-hmm. like him as a character, actually, out of all of them. I'd say he's my favourite. That's positive, I'll say, about it, because he he kind of fits that persona. Although, when I've seen him in in other films, like this is Michael Sayre, anyway, like, say, Scott Pilgrim and stuff after the fact, it's hard to put him in anything else, as in terms of, like, because he always seems to come across as that, that kind of yeah. character, <laughs> type of, like, reserved Kind of but it just remind me of you. It's a you kind yeah. of character. Yeah. Whereas Juno, a June bug, or whatever, <laughs> who is now, which I only recently learned from doing look a little research on this, is was played by Ellen Page, and now goes by Elliot Page. She's now trans. Oh really? No. I would have not thought that, but yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So does she still act as... Oh, sorry, should, does he no, still act? He, I don't... Didn't go into that level. I was wondering, day. yeah, just to see if it, there is kind of but, opportunities. Clearly, when she was in acting as a she in this role, yeah. she, she she could she, act, she, even though her character did great on me. Yeah, that definitely definitely did back then and still does now. She's very cocky just and obnoxious. So sure of herself with this. Especially I, for a 16-year-old, like... Yeah, seems to have all the knowledge or all the answers of she thinks. Like, she knows everything and it's like, yeah. clearly you don't. You're only 16 years old. She's kind of acting a lot older than she's she's coming across, mm. really, which is you know, with this all these music tastes and stuff that she's on about and it's a bit cool. Yeah, stop being trying to be like a super quirky, like indie. Mm. And and this whole film, I said, like a very much an indie vibe, even from the offset with the the opening credits. But you know that kind of like cut out style animation with and like sketchy. Did you not appreciate it? I thought for yeah, yeah. But I mean, it kind of with the the music that's the soundtrack that's plays throughout. It's all just and just like very like twee type of. Plinky-plunky-ish. Mm, yeah, kind of. It's just soft-spoken. It doesn't do anything for me. And <laughs> I e- did... even now when I've me, me, my film taste has broadened from back then mm. in 2007 and even my music certainly has from what I was listening to. It just grates. Mm. Okay, I get it. Well, to be fair, half the music stuff you were on about, I'm like... I don't know what you're talking about. So that made me feel like, no. well, am I ill-educated? I'm, I'm t- no, I'm, t- I'm talking more about the the actual soundtrack that was playing when they were just oh. doing stuff. Not the yeah. when she was saying, um, well, like Iggy Pop and and uh, the Runaways and stuff like that and, and things. That those are yeah, okay, fine. I, I would have had some knowledge of them back then, more knowledge of them now, obviously, but mm-hmm. well, the background though, yeah, the background music. That didn't bother me that much, really. To be fair. I kind of didn't even know it was there, to be honest. So it's like, that's how much I paid attention okay. to it. Right. Okay. So let's dive into the storyline, shall we? Yeah, again, briefly. But... So the first opening bit I thought was quite funny. Do you remember those big bottles of Sunny D that you used to be able to get? I remember that being a big thing back in the day. Yeah, it was like all the rage and everyone's like, I used to oh, love used to Sunny, Sunny D. Sunny D was full of Apparently, numbers. did it make you go yellow or something? I think there was that. That would much. not surprise me. I mean, the, the colour of it is not really orange colour, is it? It's... No, it's like my addiction to Mountain Dew. I think I, I really enjoyed Sunny Day back then. until. But they, they did advertise it like it was good for you. Yeah, because obviously it's vitamin C yeah. for oranges and stuff, but it's just a lot of other chemicals mm. and stuff that weren't... Not Why so do they need to make it so bloody big? Like, I think that's just an Americanism. 
Mm, he has a little bit, big, little bit smaller. Yeah, more small, <laughs> size. Yeah. So she obviously has intercourse or sex or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Prude is that intercourse? <laughs> relations. I'm with wondering that what boy. kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of what what we should be saying about that. I don't mm-hmm. know. So basically, being she's... Sex- sexually active is a lot of thing. Yeah, the word that's thrown around. At her. sixteen, though, that is a bit scary. To be fair, and also. It's one of those things where they weren't clever enough to be safe, no. I guess. No, and it comes across that Michael Sarah's character, Paulie, is, was not really ready for it in a sense. He was kind of like, I wouldn't say almost peer pressured, because he was obviously clearly like up for it, but she was, for whatever reason, was more... She's more of the dominant one, isn't yeah, she? But me. then he did say he's been waiting for it a while. Yeah, so he's probably like, oh, this is amazing. Probably. Yeah, but... Again, I why, think he's quite why easily manipulated. He? I mean, at that age, it's, it doesn't. I mean, don't speaking for everybody, but it doesn't seem that difficult to have to think. Hmm, maybe we should put a condom on. I don't know. Well, no, what? it's not. But to be fair, I didn't lose my virginity in, until a lot older. So it not like anciently mm. old, but you know, it was not in my teens. Let's just say that. And I think to be fair, doing that in your teens to me seems a bit daunting. Yeah, certainly that age. I think that seems just really strange. I don't think I'd have been I'd have been ill prepared for it at sixteen years old. Yeah, I was certainly wasn't I mean, not particularly mature at this age in the thirties, to be honest, sometimes I think well, I <laughs> but certainly at that age would no way would have been prepared to have something like that occurring in my life and being ready for it. Mm. And the thought of just not wearing something like how anxious you could get and the fact also, how does she have the, like, this spare cash to get three pe- pregnancy tests? They are not cheap. No. So what? What does? What's her form of job? Like, how's she getting her money? Because they can cost like fifteen pound more than that a pop. Hmm. She's probably just wasted like forty five, fifty quid on pregnancy tests, unless they're cheaper in America because everyone's just getting knocked up. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> who knows, who knows? It's not cheap over here to get a pregnancy test, and they feel like it's one of those things. Then you just pee on it, and then it's like okay. Here's your result. And if you're young and you don't want that result, then it's a bit disappointing. You've just wasted your money to be disappointed. Yeah, but you need clarification. Mm. But the thing is, if you'd worn a condom, if you'd been protected, the condoms are not half as expensive as a pregnancy exactly. test. Exactly. Yeah, no. I don't know. And not, you get more not, in a packet. <laughs> they're not 100%, you know, protective. Oh, no, don't of tell course, me. But no, they're not. The better form of making sure this doesn't happen yeah. in terms of pregnancy than anything else or the pill obviously but yeah if you're double protected then yeah. even better yeah, but yeah, yeah wow yeah so do you obviously when we did the pre-ramble mm. you said you're thinking you were a bit dubious on like how much you can like sympathize with her i don't because she wanted it all yeah and she wasn't smart enough to be if she safe. was the one who was negotiating it she could have been in control of that situation and i think Polly would have probably done whatever she wanted in that environment she was in. She was she was the one in control. So if she said, oh, you need to wear this, then he would have probably been the character he is, mm-hmm. would have done. Yeah. You know, yeah. if she wanted it, then that's kind of like, well, that's the price you pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree. I absolutely agree with that because it, it doesn't take... I know obviously it's like, oh, it's might may, may make it less pleasurable or it's be like awkward oh I've got to put it on and everything all that kind of stuff yeah I admit it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a ball like it ruins <laughs> the mood a little as opposed to like doing it in the moment that's fine but you do reap the repercussions potentially after the fact and it's like yeah it might be good for the like however long it lasts but then it's like you've got to then continue that for the rest of your life that scenario so yeah and I feel like obviously she goes down two different routes doesn't she the abortion route mm-hmm. which I think, obviously, coming up from a Christian background, I know I did a lot in school about abortions and such. And that was a big no-no. A big, big no-no. There used to be, like, a, I think probably still is a campaign where it's, like, a little footprint, like like she said, at a certain point, this um, girl outside was protesting, saying yeah. it has fingernails, yeah. it has, you know... A beaten heart. A beaten and heart, yeah. it's, it's living. So I'd, I think that kind of idea of an abortion, for me... Personally, I I would feel a lot of guilt with that. I think I would not be able to live with the repercussions after the fact. And I feel like yeah. it's a bit of a traumatic 
experience to go through. So I think she's doing better being pregnant and giving it up for adoption. I didn't know if it was going to pan out where the adoptees were going to be a bit psycho, constantly wanting to check what she's eating, being a bit anal mm-hmm. about everything that she's doing. Yep. And I thought that's how the story was going to pan out, where she gets to a point where she gets so sick of them, being like, oh, no, you can't eat that. You, no, no, you can't be doing this. And mm-hmm. that she kind of sacks it off. And she then becomes the mum at certain points where you can see... So you think it gives it a, a, a t- potential throughout the story, like turnaround points where it might go... Mm. It might go this way, it might go another way, or just, yeah, kind yeah. of plays with, you, with your expectations, you think. And I think I'd have valued her a little bit more if she had kept it. I think okay. she was in a stable environment with a mum and... Well, oh. with a stepmum and dad yeah, yeah, yeah. to support her in that. Well, the way they react is kind of... Good, in a sense, not like going off the rocker. There's no point. I mean, it's done, isn't it? Thing. And we have another um, appearance with uh, Fletcher again. He's yeah. been appearing in films recently. Again, he's always great in everything. Majority of the time he's mm-hmm. in his roles. And he's kind of like downplayed, like he's kind of like fairly stern, but in a, like a jokey way. And it's not like effing and jeffing or anything like that. He's a good dad role yeah. model, yeah. I yeah. feel. He's, yeah. he's there for his daughter. He, he's, he's one of the good points of the film. But he's kind of like very much underplayed in terms of like his appearance throughout the film. It's more the stepmother, but I guess that's more because she's kind of filling the mother's shoes and she's and been there for Juno through the, the um, you know, the, the ultra bit, scan. Ultra scan. Yeah. 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 I think she does an amazing job to say she's a stepmom. Yeah. I think normally there can be a bit of resistance. You're not my mum. There is a little bit of that later on in the film, mm. but, um, I don't, but, I think th- but there's good reason behind that, which we'll get into yeah, Shortly. but I think, to be fair, she does a lot for June, yeah, in the case Juno, of yeah. Juno, Junebug, whatever her yeah. name is. Yeah, she says, like, I sacrifice not having dogs because you're yeah. allergic to saliva or something, yeah. She she seems to really care, and she's taking her in as her own, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be fair, that's why, out of everyone, the lead lady, I don't really appreciate. Like, just the character, I just don't really like her, I can't gel with her. And I think that's the bit that annoys me the most because you've got such good solids around her. Like, the guy that she's got got pregnant with, she does actually generally love him Mm -hmm. and he really, really cares about her and wants her, whatever makes her happy, he will do. Yeah, because he's he's kind of like saying at times like, oh, should I be coming to the ultrascan or whatever? And she's like, no, I don't worry about it kind of thing. It's like none of you can turn almost. She really keeps him in the dark and I think he wants to be... A part of it and he's wanting to be involved in despite his hesitancy when he's kind of like initially told about it and everything and well yeah it's a shock isn't it unless you're <laughs> expecting to hear that news yeah especially at 16 years old i still think even now when i say it to you you're gonna do that face oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> it will be like the happy but oh my oh, god God's... what we're we getting yeah, yeah, into yeah. but i feel like unless you're obviously really planning for the pregnancy and stuff every, every time is kind of like a bit God, this is like this is a big moment in our lives type of thing. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to change and stuff. But if you're mostly in a good place, you you in like your thirties or late twenties, whatever, and then it's more semi more. I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but acceptable to be in a more ready state of being an adult as opposed to being like eighteen or younger. Yeah, I do so, know. My mum always says you're never prepared, even if no. you think you're prepared. You yeah. can say you can never save up for a baby. You're just never no. going to be. That's it. In a position Unless to be like... you're already a millionaire, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, then like, you probably want the bee's knees of everything. Yeah. So, and they cost the world, basically. Yeah. Well, but, they, they are your world, essentially, after. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing. You have to, Your life kind of stops and you yeah, put them first. first. Above everything else, yeah. So we in, then encounter the adoptees. Mm-hmm. You've got... The lady going from 30 going to 13 or whatever her name is. Isn't it 13 going on 30? (laughs) I did like her in that role. In this one, I feel like she's a bit... I don't know if she's a bit of a me, if she's a bit OCD-ish and a bit like a control freak. I think I can see characters of her in me. Before you even kind of see her, you kind of get shots of this like perfect house. Mm. And obviously she's like putting the towels on like a nice railing and doing up a... Co- you know, button collar whatever's yeah on her sleeves and all like prim and proper and everything's got to be perfect and it's like you kind of see that obviously level of class as they're driving to this <laughs> yeah. place out, an hour out wherever and 
they're kind of this big like what's it um soccer mom car type thing and then they come into this driveway and they've got this nice brand new car and this mm. massive house and everything and it's like yeah are they are these people going to be too like super pretentious and she's she comes across as nice but again it's maybe a bit too like controlling everything's got to be a certain way yeah yeah i get that but i think she just wants this so badly that she doesn't want to mess anything up it's something she's wanted and i i'm i think in this situation i feel for her the most like the thought of somebody not being able to have a child and there's many people out there that have a child yeah absolutely that are not prepared or they don't want it and i just think it's horrible to think somebody would really want one and can't yeah like that's always where i see it it's like just Typical no, I'm all for if people want, you know, who can't have a baby and want yeah. to raise a child as, as their own, that's fine. Because obviously every child does deserve a good love home and, yeah. and be raised well and everything. So. But I think it's just a trauma after the fact. Like they wanted it to be like an open adoption. And I think that would be the best outcome for any child to mm-hmm. know where they come from because they're always going to yearn to know who their mum or father yeah, yeah. are. They made it sound like though, um, like it was like you did the dogs trust. Oh, it's yeah. like uh, here's some photos of how he's getting on a little newsletter. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. And she doesn't want any yeah. of that. Like the thought of that, like I don't want any part of it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know how could you not when you've suffered for nine months, like being pregnant. I think it's more of a thinking of like, what if. I want to get to know the child and all that kind of Well, what's stuff. wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's just for someone so young to be not mentally mature enough to deal with that, mm. really. Either, even though Juno is kind of like trying to act more mentally mature in some aspects, but in some she's not kind of thing. She's kind of like, yeah, whatever, man, type of... Yeah. What's as well? Wizard. This was getting on my nerves <laughs> throughout this. I'm like, what is Wizard. I'm guessing it must have been some kind of alternative, like radical or oh cool. cool, yeah. I'm like, I can't gel with this. This is really annoying. It's so weird. It's like a random word somebody's saying. It was getting on my nerves. Yeah, like how cool they were trying to be was like forced cool. Like I'm no, I'm not cool at all. Like I'm really not. But I just feel like that was like forced upon me, mm-hmm. and like you're trying to be cool and it's just not pulling. Off. That's the yeah. That's what doesn't sit with me either, really. And what also doesn't sit with me is the relationship mm. that sort of developed between Juno and Mark, who is Vanessa's partner. Who from the get go, he you can tell he's not enthused about a baby coming to be adopted, and yeah. you know that he's he's clearly not Ready. as enthused as Vanessa is. And then it kind of develops on from there as. You know, Juno's coming over to hang out, and well, initially, obviously, she's gone upstairs to the bathroom, whatever. She's messing around with all this the toiletries, perfume, and stuff. Mm. Like, why would you even do that? This is someone's house. You don't just go yeah. and rubbing through stuff. I understand that she might have wanted to go up and have a look and see what it looked like up there, kind of getting a gist of the people. That's fine, but you don't need to squirt perfume on yourself and such because yeah. everyone's going to smell that when you come downstairs. Yeah, and no, you've done that. Yeah. Well, they're also going to know because they start having a little jam session in yeah. the room and stuff. and It just gets a bit of a weird relationship, this, doesn't it? It kind of makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. It because... really does, really does. I I don't think I would have... Tri- I don't think that was my problem back in the day as such, but definitely is now. This, the way they worded it, some like... Where, what was it? Hang on. Did he think he was in a relationship with her or he was going to be in a relationship? Like... It really... It felt like it was going to turn that way wasn't it there was yeah. moments where it's like because when she goes over one little instance later on in the film it's like oh, we are safe it's like you know it's like a dirty mm. secret or something like you know you shouldn't yeah. be here it's, it's really odd but he's like old enough to be a dad or a little bit oh you know oh yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah. it's wrong and then it's like when they're dancing to like oh this is what song i danced to the prom i was feeling so cringe at that point i'm oh like yeah that was blah. I was like, oh, Vanessa's going to walk in and it's going to be creepy. And then was he actually dumping her, like Vanessa, for Junebug? Like, is that what was going on? Is that what it, he was hoping? It it could have turned that way, but I think it was just genuinely he wasn't he wasn't mentally prepared for the 
to having a child. I think as well because she was so OCD on it and that's all she wanted. She was probably neglecting that relationship she had. Yeah. I mean, he, when obviously when they first meet in for the initial, like, going Mm. with the lawyer and everything, and he's kind of dressed all like a bit more proper in not like a suit and tie but it's kind of like a smart casual yeah and then obviously rest of the time he obviously works from home and stuff like like i do and he's wearing like you know like band t-shirts and Slops. flannel slop clothes and things like that so it's it, it's it's that almost like worlds apart different from what vanessa is like in terms of how she dresses and how she comes across mm. whereas he seems really out of place and like he's like almost like a child yeah a man child living in, in this house and he has his own room. This this is it sounds really bad because it's like It sounds like uh, you. It sounds like me. It's like, oh my god, am I gonna be like this? Am I gonna be like worried like for myself? Like am I gonna be like a thing like down the line, like oh I don't want a child and it's like Well, after after we if we can can have a child, I will smack you because the fact that I have to go through all of that and then you're like, I don't want one, I'll be like, Are you joking but, me? No, I definitely think as opposed to him. I'm I'm definitely more certain that I would be more like ready for a child and and be more accepting of like I want to be a good dad and everything. Like yeah, that. yeah. I think you're more he... like poorly, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah. but I just feel sorry for Vanessa in all of this. Actually, even though she's quite anal and she likes everything her way and she wants this to go smoothly, mm-hmm. she ends up being the character that I kind of feel for the most because of how that. You know, all she wants is like the perfect family type of thing. Yeah. Be just to be a mum. She, mom, whatever. <laughs> and you see a moment in when she's in like the shopping mall and she's with her girlfriends, and that's considered gay, apparently. That I thought that was like, wow, okay, that's, that's, that's where yeah, we are now. Something, with that. something you cancel culture. Yeah. This this day and age, but and yeah, she's one of her. F- friends has a child and she's like playing with her and mm. so like, you can just see like that's all she wants she just really it's yeah not too much to ask i guess but it's and as well i think really... she really wants a pregnancy like she is one of those people where she wants to be kind of have a baby shower she wants all of these things because she can't have okay. it yeah and it's quite it does play on that bit a bit for me kind mm-hmm. of things yeah i get it even though i would love a stalk to come and bring mine <laughs> like if i didn't have to Give birth because yeah. that scene, I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's not graphic or anything, but it's still it's the thought of it coming out of you and it's bloody and it's like, <laughs> yeah. No one says it's going to be a pleasant experience. That oh, but thanks, it's, Paul, for that. <laughs> but I think the reward at the end is is worth it. Yeah, while well, yeah. you just stand there and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> but I think it's it kind of comes out okay in the end. Even though he kind of does say he, Mark, is it Mark? Yes, it's Mark. Doesn't want to be with Vanessa. It kind of that all comes out, and they have to get divorced. And she's like, "Where are you going to go?" And yeah, it's like what was it called a um a collab- lot- collaborative divorce, which I've never heard the term of before. Because he says it makes it easy because we don't have kids or something. So yeah, hundred percent. So if you want to get divorced beforehand, you've not got to say, "Oh well." Who wants full custody of a kid or anything like that? It's just more, you, it'll be the house and it'll be the goods in the house. Mm-hmm. It's items. One thing I kind of noted as well from, again, I wouldn't have known or had a clue about who Dario Argento was back in the day, who, when it was one of the meetings when um, Juno goes round and it picks up like a videotape of this video nasties thing. Never seen it. Um, <laughs> what a no, surprise. no. I, I did look up. I thought. I thought. Is this like? It looks like it's a, a fake movie because Wizard of Gore by somebody called Oh Wizard. A, get it? <laughs> Wizard of Gore, directed by Herschel Gordon Lewis, which I've not. I've not heard of even today. Of, but I've heard when she's like, oh, like Dario Argento is when she says Dario Argento is like the like master of horror or in terms of like mm. scary stuff so he puts this tape on and i'm thinking and and she's like wow this is greater than suspiria i'm thinking no it isn't it really isn't you're just trying to be like a edge lord on that kind of <laughs> thing it, it obviously different opinions but even as a horror fan like that kind of like over the top 
gory bloodness doesn't do anything for me. It's more anything to do with that's a bit more spiritual or like subtle. Like, or is, is more my jam, but is it more like subtle frights? Like you don't see it coming. Where yeah, you don't have to have like blood spurting yeah. everywhere to be make it. Oh, that has to be a horror film in that regard. It's and then and obviously like when he's like oh, Mark saying like Sonic Youth is a great band, and <laughs> no, it really isn't. And it's all wasted on me. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's no. like they're like, don't have a clue what you're on yeah. about. Don't. But know. at least she comes to her senses when he's. Like, say, oh, I'm going to divorce Vanessa. And she's like, oh, by the way, Sonic Youth sucks. It's just noise. And it's like, yep, that's we can agree <laughs> on that one at least. <laughs> but it's just a bit all strange, this film is, isn't it? In what way? Just the whole relationships and such. It's like you've got some good, really solid actors that you know and you're well-known mm-hmm. and they play a good role, but then they're not the main lead. Yes. And you enjoy seeing well, obviously them. Obviously, the cat will be one person. No, so. but you enjoy this. You enjoy the side characters more than you do the main character. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a sixteen year old girl or anything, um, but I, I can't relate. I to can't, a, and I, well, I was. You're, you're, you are a female, so I don't know. I was never like. I wish I was at sixteen. I was never that confident. Not even mm. eighteen. I think it was like mid twenties where I kind of probably yeah. was at her level. Yes. Like, so I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm a mature bloomer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she seems to be thinking she knows everything at the age yeah. of 16 and nobody does. No. There's a couple of instances, like, at the beginning of the film where, oh, she's walking down the hallway and everyone's, like, just swarming, crowded around mm-hmm. and just not, like, bumping into her kind of thing and everything, but it's just really busy. And then there's, like, a shot, obviously, when she's much further along and then it's like part in the seas almost everyone's like oh, like oh look at her type of yeah. things it's, I mean the high school things they're not done in like a oh, you fat bitch or anything like that or anything like that it's kind of not shown any nastiness in that regard which is just everyone's fine. staring at her yeah but it must be alien to somebody to think, oh my God, you, you're pregnant at that age yeah yeah probably but also she does really nice for Paulie she doesn't tell anyone it's his some kids say it's a rumour that it's yours or anything, but there's yeah. nothing concrete, like, dropped in and no, no guys like saying, hey, good job, man, or... No, no. Or and like I that. think he kind of gets off a lot lightly, so she does do that for him at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, what annoys me a little bit is about, like, the way she comes off, like, why is everyone staring at me? Like, it's like a inconvenience, the whole situation is for her. It's like, it's a bit of a joke. Mm. It's not endearing... You don't feel sorry for her, not one bit. I, no, I really don't. I think the only thing I do think is commendable is that she did put it up for adoption instead of an abortion. I'll give her that. But yeah. really, to be fair, I think she should have tried to look after it herself. She put herself in that you situation. You think that would have made potentially a better story? Yeah. More interesting. More in-depth and to show what actually people... Because like, how, how she made it look like getting an adoption for a, a family. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not... Da, 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 yeah, like... Yeah, drop a thing through a letterbox and yeah, like you can have my baby. fill a form in and yeah, done. Yeah, it kind of, cut, not say glorifies the situation, but it makes it seem like it's, it's a lot more pleasant, like whimsical experience than mm. it actually is. They don't show, obviously purposely probably don't show a lot of like the more grievances, like the, the bad days. It's more the, just the everyday kind of like slog of going through like her high school you know, days of, you know, like, just yeah. doing normal, like, oh, getting annoyed with people or whatever, and not like, oh, I'm getting cramps and... No. Or, like, throwing up too much or anything like that kind of stuff. It's, it's none of that. Maybe but... when you're younger, it's easier. I don't know. No, I thought Might not have as worse. many complications, possibly, because mm. your body's I mean, more healthy and no young. I no idea. I don't but... know. But, yeah, it just seems a bit... <sighs> I don't know. I think it'd been better if she'd looked after it herself. It's her responsibility. I know, obviously... Great that Vanessa got, in the end, the, the baby on her own, but it was still bittersweet because it was like she didn't get the family she wanted. Yeah, where you, you kind of get that moment when Juno realises that Mark wants to leave her and it's mm. like, well, no, I am I wanted to give it to her, like the perfect family because like most people in society today, there's obviously a lot of people who are, like get married and then they divorce. Yeah. No one's like from broken homes and stuff. It's, it's very rare for people to, to stick together yeah you're yeah. lucky though your parents have stuck together mine obviously have separated when i was about yeah so 13 I so i don't know if you relate on that aspect in any way because of you've been through that 
Well, I still think she's got a really good, solid dad figure. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's lucky in that yeah. sense. Like Whereas you got that with your mum more so than... Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think that's the thing where you always, when you separate, you, you do lean, lean more to one or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, you do. yeah. Because mm-hmm. one of them's going to be looking after you more predominantly. More so. Yeah, yeah. So you're just going to build that relationship. Um, I think sometimes it's actually, even though you think it's harder, it's sometimes better because you do get a better relationship with one of them mm-hmm. more so. I'd say. Whereas, like, I know with your parents, you've got you've kind of got a relationship, but I don't know if it's as strong as like what a connection I've got with my mum because of what she's gone through. No, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. 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 But I think it's lovely and that your parents are still together. Like that's like oh, yeah. really yeah. rare. And I hope that we get to that point yeah, of yeah. where we're the rarity. Touch wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't have to touch yeah. wood. It's definitely No, no, just you know, I'm just saying. Unless you die. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be the I'd hope that'd yeah. be the only reason why we wouldn't be together. Uh, me too, yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to touch upon with this? The only other thing that made me cringe was mm. um, thinking the teacher was hot, Keith. Oh, yeah, her friend as well. Oh, that was sickening because yeah, it was like, it really wasn't good looking. Like, even me as some one that might have been a similarish age or yeah. maybe 10 years gap difference, uh-huh. I didn't find him appealing whatsoever. So I don't, mm-hmm. didn't get that one. Yeah. She was, she worked as like a good counterbalance for her, you like supportive and everything she didn't seem like her friend like it could, she would be her typical friend she seemed more popular and there's a point that was made up about you know when she was like when Juno was like having another monologue about how, how the jocks like normally want the preppy girls and yeah everything. they'd rather go for the, the the cheerleaders and kind of looks over at her and stuff but uh, it's somewhat believable that she might hang around she kind of doesn't seem to like oh my god or no anything like that but just fairly supportive and yeah and she like, was a good friend and there wasn't any like sort of like i thought that even on the first watch i might i couldn't remember it with their relationship whether it would be whether there was some moments of bickering or you know like mm. when she like storm off or something but she might have said something iffy to her or something but no it doesn't occur one final thing i guess was the the fact that um paulie is <laughs> We see like his bedroom and stuff. It's like how <laughs> childlike it is. He's got like like a car bed and it's so cute posters and everything. It's, it's adorable. It's, it's like so when like... I went to your bedroom the first time. I know you didn't have a car bed. <laughs> no, but it was like this red and green Christmas wall. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. It was so weird. It was such a dark hall of yeah. choices. Um, and there was loads of dragons and dinosaurs everywhere, mm-hmm. and yeah. posters were up. Yeah, yeah. It was like. I don't know how old you were then as well, but it was like kind of like a teenage room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before that, it had a load of, um, obviously, much younger, like, um, stencils on the wall, like octopuses and fish for some reason. Mum did that when I was away at my grandparents' one time, and then she painted the room. Should have been dinosaurs. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah. Okay, so, I think we're ready to give it a score, and... Start I, with you. I go first, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, I wouldn't probably go back to it. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to watch it a fourth or a fifth That's time. Bad. So you're fine. Yeah. I'm not in love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've watched it and I think that's that's it. That's like <laughs> the encounter. Yeah. Okay. I wish that was the case for me. I was, <laughs> I was just kind of like, when I was going back through, it's like, I must be missing something. I must be missing something. But it just does not sit well with me. I don't think you're missing anything, really, to be fair. Mm. I don't really think the viewers, if you hadn't seen it, if you're intrigued, go see it. But it's not like a recommendation on my list to go it's, see. Certainly not for me, personally. It's not a, oh, you must see this before you die type of Yeah, thing. no. It's, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. It, but yeah. it's, it's a nice chunk. It's only an hour and a half. It's completely lighthearted compared to what we have been watching. So I'm grateful for on that front. So I valued it a little bit more because it was just an easy breezy mm-hmm. film. It kept you on your toes a little bit because you didn't know actually how it was going to pan out. And there was a lot of things that I didn't expect, like Mark to leave Vanessa. I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a perk or not, though, to be fair. I would say Polly Bleeker is adorable and such a lovable character. And you've got Whiplash Dad. Yeah. That's, that's a good solid 
but she's a good actress is Junebug but she's just I just don't think I really like her character mm-hmm. it's not that she's crap at acting it, it's just she's got a really shitty character role to yeah, play yeah I agree yeah um, and she just annoys me sadly throughout it so I think that's hard for me to gel really with her I can't sympathize I can't really feel any remorse or anything towards her and she's just a bit cocky for my liking mm-hmm. so character wise I'd say that's the reason. I did think one thing I could pick out that was kind of camera... Use of cinematography. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like kind of camera pleasing was the way that they, even though you saw them beforehand, so I don't know why they did it. Like with Paulie Bleeker, there was like quite close-up shots that they did mm-hmm. of like his tra- trousers kind of showing you him before the final reveal of, oh, this yeah, is yeah. him. Yeah, and then yeah. the same with Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of showing you what they might look like beforehand. So that was kind of clever in a unique way that I've not really seen as much of that in something, I guess. But I'm throwing it a bone. (laughs) Yeah. I think the score would be just a six. It just is what it is. It's not special. Mm -hmm. No. I don't know if I'm going to be really harsh on this. Is it going to be a one? No, I, I'm not going to give it that low of a okay. score. It's not. It's not. Okay. No, no, no. It's not. No ball it's, not, it's not scraping the bar. I mean, you gave that a five, didn't I? So, what ball rat? Well, yeah. I gave it a two, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You gave Super Mario a one. So that's that's correct. Yeah. This is no no level of that, so it's it's no, a no, little no, bit no, higher. No, no, no. But I can't be praising it and trying because I've I've tried and I've tried and tried it just and you've work. wasted in total four and a half hours <laughs> of your life. Yeah. <laughs> on this years <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah this is it now I will not there's Ma- no point going back to it because nothing's going to change my mind imagine what you could have done with that four and a half hours of your time you could have played more Pokemon <laughs> that in itself sometimes is <laughs> a time waste in terms of like I would just re- replay the same ones over and over but yeah you get more at least you enjoy of, it yeah exactly it's about enjoyment and this there's nothing that enjoyable for me and the, the characters for the most part are a bit irritating in just how the, the personalities are in one way or the other, especially Juno's, really. It's just, I can't. And Mark's, especially more this time. I forgot about him, yeah. True. How he acts. It, he's got a level of smugness to him sometimes, mm. and it's all like a, almost like kind of um, gormlessness when he's kind of like speaking to Vanessa and stuff, like, he's like, uh, what kind of thing <laughs> going on to him. I don't know. He's, he, he just. Irritates me, and especially how he kind of his, his his relationship he kind of develops with Juno as well is a bit creepy to say mm. the least. J.K. Simmons's character, the dad, he were I want to see more of him really. Yeah, he's like he's great actor in general, and his performances are probably pretty good. Um, and the most believable one is Paulie in terms of his shy awkwardness mm-hmm. self, but then that's that's almost. The, the actual actor as well he feels like that's the role he's born to play type yeah. of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't take that away from the film I suppose and the soundtrack is just uh, teeth grindingly <laughs> twee as I said before it's just it just does oh, not do anything for me what's yeah so the score <laughs> what's the score the score is going to be a four okay okay wow we need yeah. to get a better movie yeah, yeah, next yeah. week please yeah yeah, yeah. So we're going to try, find, go with like a classic one. And I'm hoping, you know, generally the classic ones, mm. ones, the like by classic, I mean like, like black and white time ones or like really like back in the day. Yeah. Like, like fifties. Like seen in the rain. Or something, something along those lines. Yeah. Yay. So I'd, I'd like to think that there'd be, that'd be a bit bigger success rate in scoring than. I hope so. Two. I'll I'll end on this. I would sooner rather watch Quiden in like segments analyzing those than I would be revisiting Juno again. So, well, that's far fetched. That is the first two, maybe just one, one of them. <laughs> yeah, at least there must be some lot more like in depth, like Lord or you mm. know something missing. Something that, more to, about to, to, to it. Whereas this is just a little indie comedy that seemed to be a really big hit and i don't really see why so sorry people 
if if it's <laughs> if it's if this is one of your favourite films, I'm really sorry for the low score, but it's just how I feel. No, no, this is why we do it. Yeah. Everyone's opinion is valued. Right. Yep. So, with that being said, if you want to listen to some other episodes of ours, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Good Pods, Podchaser, and much wherever else you might get your podcasts from and if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us on instagram and twitter under the handle sp underscore film viewers yep everything all the good stuff's on there as paul paul says (laughs) you can also um if you're feeling generous we do have a buy me a coffee page i'm sure that's on our link tree Yes, it is. Yep. Oh my god, I start to sound good. <laughs> and you can be so kind to donate. Um obviously we do put a lot of effort into this. Well, I say we. Um what's the word that you'd say? <laughs> I. I. <laughs> I I I me, Paul, do the majority of the legwork. <laughs> yes, he does. And if you're probably on Instagram or um Twitter, you'll be Paul probably talking to Paul and not me. Um so any little kind of reward and yeah. recognition will go to and you. Reviews, obviously. Oh, yeah. If you want to leave us a nice comment about how amazing I am, <laughs> because I'm the star, aren't I, Paul? Mm-hmm. Then you can, or any other little comments or what we can watch, any other references or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, or reach out if you want to be on his podcast or if you want us to join on yours. We're all up for those things. Exactly. Yep. So thank you very much for listening. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Wizard. No. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.